You're listening to the Market Experts Show. I'm Daryl Baskin of EXP Realty on your home for success, 105.7. Moisture from your HVAC. I don't even know what's coming on this topic because I know it drips. But what does it have to do with energy efficiency or environmental concerns? My guest, Guy Divergis with Divergis and Associates Environmental Consulting. Guy, explore this with me. So, Daryl, we get a lot of calls both winter and summer from homeowners that say that their homes feel moist. Their heat and air is working fine, but they feel uncomfortably uh, moist in their home. It's often related to um, issues with the air conditioning system. And the, the primary role of air conditioning is to remove moisture first and then to create a low enough temperature for comfort. But if the air conditioning system is not installed right or designed properly, or if there's malfunctions, you can be quite comfortable temperature-wise, but have very high relative humidities, which can be problematic for homes and mold growth. So that was that was going to be my next question, is what level of moisture is the prime level or optimum level for maintaining in your home? Because we can also deal with you mentioned mold, but on the construction side of it, you can start to have problems with your hardwood floors or other things that, that can develop from a high moisture content. For sure. We're, we're hoping for 50% relative humidity in a home is, is perfect. And as the relative humidity goes up, all the surfaces in your home, your floors, your walls, curtains, fabrics, clothes, everything all arrives at the same relative humidity. And so you'll find um, doors start to stick, wood floors begin to cup, you'll notice a, a musty smell in the house, and mold spores are in the air everywhere. But if you give them the right purchase... It's a vacation the, playground? The right, yes, the right <laughs> conditions for them to grow, and that's high relative humidity, they're going to start to grow. And um, you might, they might start first in a closet or behind a bed where there's very little air movement. So high humidity in a home is really not a good thing. It should be managed properly. So people freak out about mold. I mean, just hearing mold, it could be um, mold in the bathtub where there's constant moisture and you can just, you know, clean it. But uh, once they hear it, it's like, okay, everybody in the house is going to die. Can you put this in perspective uh -huh. To I will, Daryl. It's, it's, you know, we live in a world of mold. Mold is in the air everywhere constantly. Say inside, that again. I, I just think we need I, to say it again. <laughs> you know, we live in a world of mold. Mold is part of our existence as humans. But we want to manage the amount of mold in our homes and businesses to, for, because we, we live in a much more closed up environment now. And so it's important, but people should not freak out about mold because so much bad press, might I say, about mold. Mold is important for our existence as humans on this planet, but you don't want too much in your house. So and you don't want bathroom, absolutely clean it off. Mold in your closet, not a good thing. And particularly some folks, there's a certain percentage of the population that's very, very affected by mold and others not at all. So everybody has a different response 
but in children can be more affected. Older people can be more affected. So we, we like to keep mold down to close to what you would experience outside. It's always gonna be a little bit higher in, inside, but, um, and also it depends on the variety of mold. Some are quite dangerous and some are very innocuous. So let's talk so, about that. Like stachybotrys would be a dangerous one, correct? Right, and if, you know, there are many molds that produce what are called mycotoxins that, are, that can make you sick. And we deal with homeowners that really have been quite negatively impacted and their health has been damaged from mold exposure. Typically, it's from a very significant mold exposure. We're working on a house right now that the air conditioning system was not removing relative humidity and it made both the occupants sick, and we basically had to completely strip down the entire second floor of their house and rebuild it because of mold infestation due to a faulty uh, heat and air system. So how long did that have to, to, to take place in order for it to become that bad? Um, it, it went uh, for three years. This is why you can safely reference, look, when you when you realize there's mold or there's a moisture problem, you don't have to panic, just don't let it sit for years. Correct, and, and this particular homeowner uh, kept having the air conditioning companies back out. They said, our house is moist, it's moist, it's moist, but they never could figure out what was going on until we were called in and we, within an hour, figured out the problem and been remediating the, the system since then. So this is obviously <laughs> an extreme example. What about just the remedy? If someone if the someone had di diagnosed it properly in the very beginning, three years previous, what would what would the solution have been? Like closing off a line that was dripping into the, the ventilation system or what? So Daryl, there's many different reasons that this can happen. But in this case, the temperature of operation of the air conditioning system was a little bit too low and it caused the, and the insulation on the ducts in the attic was not sufficient. And so the ducts began to condense or sweat and that sweat followed the ducts down onto the sheetrock and then the sheetrock got wet, mold began to grow in the attic and it just grew into everything, literally every spot. So sometimes it can be complicated like that, sometimes it's just the air conditioning system was designed and it's a little bit too large. And so it's reaching the temperature satisfaction on the thermostat before it's removed the relative humidity in the air. And that can be adjusted by an HVAC contractor typically quite easily. Sometimes HVAC contractors tend to be very focused on the machine working, but not necessarily on the finer points of of comfort. Not the effects of the machine working, which would have been the condensation from the temperature differential in the attic, which could have been resolved with an investment in insulation, possibly. Is that what I'm hearing? Which right. they, they could have also have saved money. Re-insulated the, the ductwork and increased the temperature of the air conditioning system a little bit so you weren't as close to what's called the dew point. So it just, it took it took a little bit of uh, know-how and science. Things can be easily addressed. Guy Divergis, Divergis & Associates Environmental Consulting. Find him online at uh, Facebook or next door. Guy, thank you for your expertise today. Absolutely. Thank you, Daryl. You're listening to The Market Experts Show with EXP Realty. I'm Daryl Baskin.